T.S. Eliot thought April was the cruelest month, and that may be so for poets, but for foodies, it's February. The feasts of the holiday season are a memory. Ramps and other first fruits of spring are just a wish. Our consolation during this bitter month is Valentine's Day and its traditional gift of chocolate. My producer Joy Y. Wang and I visited Cacao Prieto, a chocolate producer in Red Hook, Brooklyn, to talk with owner Daniel Prieto Preston. His family has been farming cacao in the Dominican Republic for about 100 years, so he's in charge of his chocolate from bean to bar. We're speaking with him about cacao, or cocoa, for this special cabin fever edition of Last Chance Foods. I started by asking him to describe the brick-walled factory. We are in what we call the hot section of, uh, of our chocolate factory. Um, it's kind of a mix between Victorian machines and uh, new state-of-the-art machines that we designed. We produce chocolate from beans to bar here. Uh, every step is, is done here. When does the terminology change from cacao to cocoa? Cocoa is actually a misprint in an English dictionary from the mid-1850s, which became just sort of universally used. So you can use it synonymously with cacao. Generally speaking, you'll refer to cocoa as something that's been processed, but it's used, people use it for everything. As with coffee, there's growing interest in single-origin chocolate from specific regions. What's the best way to appreciate them. I mean, their flavor profiles change with the addition of milk, sugar, and vanilla, right? Sophisticated palates, I think, prefer bitter bitter flavors to begin with. I like a little bit of sugar, so my my preference is something around 72%. Uh, Never milk. (laughs) Milk chocolate's not real chocolate to me. (laughs) But I think people are really surprised by our high percentage chocolates in that they're not bitter. And uh, when you control every step in the process, you can really influence the final product and there's a saying in chocolate that every step of the process is the most important step and there's very few chocolate companies in the world that control every step. So how do you control for that to keep the bitterness down just enough to make it interesting to your palate but not too much that you're spitting it out? Well part of it starts with the genetics of the the trees that you're growing Uh, then the next step of it is the fermentation because that's really where you develop most of your flavor compounds um, most people re- don't realize that chocolate is a fermented food. It's a fruit. It's, it's not a bean. Um, that's just a, it's another misnomer. Uh, you're actually eating the seeds of, of the cacao fruit. So you have these strange football-shaped pods in all different colors um, that grow anywhere on the tree, not just at the end of the branches. They can come right out of the trunk. Uh, it looks like something uh, that would be in a children's coloring book. Um, you crack open the pods, and you have about 40 seeds covered in gooey pulp. And they're thrown in the floor uh, in heaps, like right in the dirt in a tropical environment, typically about five-foot-high piles, and they're allowed to rot for five days. When we started, this struck me as ridiculous. Um, So we have special machinery that we design that treat the pods in a sterile manner, crack them open without anyone touching them, and then we introduce, you know, propagated strains of wild yeast that we know are beneficial that we grow uh, in our labs. Uh, So we keep out all the contaminants. Like the, the average fermentation pile probably has 400 different microorganisms and at least a dozen pathogens. It's one of the reasons why it's actually not good to eat raw chocolate. It needs to be sterilized first. Your favorite thing to eat chocolate with? Uh, at the moment, bourbon. <laughs> yeah, tell me about that. You also do whiskey here. Well, we're kind of an interesting company in that when we vertically integrated the farm, the byproduct from, from cocoa fermentation is alcohol. 
And previously, it's uh, it's thrown away. It's called sweatings because it's, you know, the, the previous process is so contaminated that it, it the liquor comes out foul. And when we started doing controlled inoculations with beneficial yeast, we had wine as a byproduct. And we later got into distillation to make brandy. And then we were making a very unusual cocoa rum, which was how we started this factory here. It was uh, artisan spirits and chocolate. Daniel Prieto-Preston, thank you so much for telling me about cacao beans for Last Chance Foods. It was my pleasure. Thank you. To learn more about the process of creating chocolate and to see photos of our visit, go to WNYC.org. This is WNYC. WNYC.